Today on What Chaos, grab ass and chit chat. The Super Bowl was played yesterday. The Kings are back and everybody is mad at these players doing things on the ice like dancing and taking cool slap shots. Subscribe everywhere you can. It's What Chaos. What's up, Whatnuts? It is Monday, February 12th, U.S., and it is What Chaos. No Pete today, so no nicknames. It wouldn't be right, wouldn't be proper. We got Sean DePaz in the house, and in place of Pete Blackburn, we've got the great, the good, in fact, Megan Kelly. The good Megan Kelly. Yes, not the one you're thinking of. It's the other Megan Kelly. <laughs> uh, Megan is a producer for ESPN. Uh, what sport do you do? Hockey. Hockey. Pucks. You're a real hockey head. Oh, and yeah. uh, we're not a Bruins podcast, but you're wearing a Bruins hat. Correct. Yep, not a Bruins podcast. All right. Well, uh, I was thinking we would begin the show with some grab ass and chit chat, uh, discussing maybe what we're wearing, what we did last night, <laughs> as Mike Felger said on the last show. Uh, did everybody watch the Super Bowl? <laughs> <laughs> Sean is nodding yes. Yep. I did indeed watch the big game. Sean, yeah. what did you think of the Super Bowl? There was football played, there was songs sang, there was commercials aired. That's about the it was just like really average. It was kind of an average Super Bowl. It was an yeah. average Super Bowl. And Mahomes gets his five hundredth ring. Taylor Swift wins the Super Bowl. And if she didn't win the Super Bowl, her dad was just going to buy her the Super Bowl anyway. And that's how that would all go. Uh, throughout the show, <laughs> we're going to be peppering in takes from Pete because Pete, as he's on, uh, Pete is on a plane right now. He uh, sent along three takes that we have animated and we'll play throughout the show. So as we grab ass about the Super Bowl and the halftime show and everything, we'll sprinkle in takes from Pete. Uh, I'll say Super Bowl game itself was underwhelming, distracted yeah. by how bad Romo was. Uh, the halftime show I thought was, it's kind of pass fail these days for me. And I think it's a pass. You're making a face. No, I uh, borderline. Borderline. Yeah. If you're if you're rating it pass fail, I think it passed, but it only passed yeah. because the teacher was really nice at the end of the semester and was like, "Here's a few extra credits." Like I like the roller skates. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Here's yeah. yeah. So here's the thing: you can't it, it, you can't fail if you have yeah. And I knew that as yeah. long as it ended with yeah and little John and Ludacris, who by the way, Ludacris and Usher are the same age. Ludacris looks five million years older than Usher. <laughs> yes. They yes. brought him out. He had like a cane and shit. He didn't, but like he just looked very, very old, had like a nine head going rough stuff. Uh, it's not a great sign for your halftime show when you need to bring out uh, Alicia Keys to like, I don't, I don't dislike Alicia Keys, but like Alicia yeah. Keys vastly improved it. Oh, absolutely. And when she came out and they did my boo, I was back in. It wasn't the best halftime show in the world. It wasn't the worst. I was seeing a lot of hate, mostly from Sean. I Well, I hated the first half of it because, uh, as I tweeted, I didn't turn my TV on to see you dance, Usher. I turned my TV on to hear you sing your songs, and he wasn't doing that for most of the performance. He was dancing too hard and just throwing in a few words here and there. It was still okay. Alicia Keys... I, I had it was a little bit of an emotional roller coaster because I saw her and I was like, yes. And then she hit two of the worst notes I've ever heard in my entire life to start mm. off that performance. I was like, oh, God. And then she she recovered it. And it was it was cool in the end. I think the sleeper of the whole thing was her on the guitar. People don't know about her, but she's amazing. Unbelievable. Uh, the thing on Alicia Keys 
And uh, Megan knows this. I know everything about music. I'm smarter than everybody when it comes to music. Just is what it is. Is this where I say, yes, when, DJ, yeah. you're right. When I hear music, I pay attention to it. Yeah. I listen to it. I do what I think we're supposed to do when we watch sports. I don't really do it with sports, but I do it with music. And I listen to what's going on. I listen to what's happening. And there are certain things that like certain comments you make that when you make it to a person who doesn't pay attention to music blows their brains off. Alicia Keys is not a very good singer. She's not the worst singer, but has some intonation problems. Not amazing. So when she comes out and tosses a couple of clunkers, I'm not like P was texting, but he was like, man, woof. Like, I, I'm not super surprised when Alicia Keys throws a clunker or two. Uh, I mean, I am. I'm very high on Alicia Keys. So it was I mean, like, I, I yeah, I guess she doesn't have the greatest voice of in like history, but her like just straight up fucking up a couple of notes was uh, tough scenes that I did not necessarily expect. Uh, your boy Jesse Larkin says in the chat, uh, an, an accusation has been lobbed at Sean for shut up and dribbling uh, Usher. Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah. Well, except the, 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 the thing about the shut up and dribble comparison is that like dancing is his job too. That's part of what made him famous. So I don't have a problem with it. It's just that for a performance like the Super Bowl, I sh I was I was expecting to hear you sing. Yeah, I didn't show I didn't show up for you to dance. Uh, does anybody did anybody have any allegiances going into this uh, this Super Bowl? Like in terms of the actual game, like who you want to win? I wanted the Chiefs to win because I hate Brock Purdy and I want Patrick Mahomes to get. I want it to be undeniable that he is the greatest of all time. I'm kind of mm. with you. That like I part of why I loved watching Tom Brady. Is like if I were a golf fan, I'm sure I would have really been into Tiger Woods because it's dope watching somebody who's yeah. the best of it and just like go fuck them up, fuck them up, <laughs> run up the score. Who care? They're they're crying. Whatever, let them cry. Yeah. Uh, so I'll like take Patrick Mahomes going the fuck off. I actually, funny enough, was not rooting for the Chiefs because I was like, as a lame Patriots fan, I'm like, I don't want him to be end up being better than Tom Brady. But then to see how mad some Patriots fans were after the game, I completely changed my mind. I was like, you know what? I enjoy this. So we know each other from NBC Sports Boston where we work together. I texted uh, our former uh, our former colleague, my former friend, uh, Tom Giles, former and said, friend, yes. like, boy, you better hope that the Chiefs win this game because in Boston, if Patrick Mahomes loses the Super Bowl, people yes. are going to act like Tom Brady never lost a Super Bowl, and they're going to be like, oh, I guess he's not Imagine the, losing in the, guess big, he's not the GOAT anymore. And, like, there were, like... Uh, when uh, when they came back and tied it uh, at the end of regulation and they kicked a field goal, I saw a lot of like Brady would have led a touchdown drive there, except for all the except fucking no. times yeah. he was down at the end of a Super Bowl and didn't. Brady People is love to forget about Super Bowl 52. Love. To I tweeted it to anybody who would listen to me. Uh, I don't think Patrick Mahomes loses to Eli Manning twice. And I, I, that's probably not even Fair. true. But I don't I just, know how anybody lost to Eli Manning twice. Uh, so I just, fair. I, I don't love know if I saying. could lose to Eli twice. Well, the Bruins were rooting for Taylor Swift, and uh, they had a picture where it was Lauko, yep. it was Lena Solmark, uh, and Marshan, and Brad Marshan. Which you hate, you hated this picture. Yeah, I did. I, th well, I I just think like the like go Taylor's boyfriend thing is yeah. like this like weird sort of uh, makeup call against a stupid thing that people would do where they'd be like, uh, like Kyle Usejek's wife is making all this stuff, or whatever. Like, d don't do the fucking this person's boyfriend, this person's yeah. girlfriend thing. Like, just like say Travis Kelsey. Who fucking cares? I don't know. It's kind of a lame picture. 
It took me a long time watching this picture to figure out that the CH didn't mean anything. I thought it was some sort of a code. It's just the beginning of the word Chiefs. Uh, uh, kind of, I, I would say, I will say, like, this is not surprising from Lauko at all. No, God, no. Lauko is going to wear ass. some, right, Lauko <laughs> is going to wear some sort of yeah. customized grab t-shirt. Uh, we do have uh, our first take of the day. We're going to get to hockey in a minute, but uh, we have our first take of the day from Pete, and it is on Usher's Super Bowl. The Usher halftime show absolutely rocked. Play it again. The Usher halftime show absolutely rocked. I don't know if it absolutely rocked. Mm. It passed. There was nobody that wanted to give like a rational take to that performance last night. Everyone, I saw people saying it was the worst halftime show ever, which if... If you're saying that, uh, I'm forced to make assumptions. But if you think it was the best of all time, then you've been asleep for the last three years at least because it's the worst of the last four that we've gotten, in my opinion. All right. Well, we have sufficiently grabbed asses, and now I'd like to talk about hockey because, Sean, it is Monday, and people are pissed. Mainly about a bunch of stuff that happened over the weekend on Saturday. Jake Wallman, what is that guy's deal? You know him as being the only person still doing the gritty in 2024. But boy, when he does the gritty, people see it, and it rocks the hockey world. He did it on December 2nd after scoring an overtime winner against the Canadians. Saturday, he drew a penalty shot in overtime against the Canucks, scored to give the Red Wings the win, and hit the gritty again. Uh, people were annoyed. They didn't like the dancing. They didn't like the grab ass. My real question with all this is how does a fucking random defenseman for the Red Wings keep ending up keep in position <laughs> yeah. to score these monumental overtime goals? He should be that excited every time he scores. Right. Uh, how do you feel about the gritty every five seconds? You, so you're an ESPN producer. Yes. You must love it. It's I the, do because we love to get PK to do the gritty. Why I, not? My, I'm not going to tell you how to do your job. My only complaint about all this gritty stuff on Saturday was... Why isn't every second of ESPN's broadcast PK doing the gritty, Should talking be. about the gritty? He <laughs> is just the man for the job. Because if anybody would have done that shit during his playing days, oh, yeah. it would have been PK Subban. There would have been a lot of discourse. Unfortunately, we would have been left to make a lot more assumptions. But PK <laughs> would have been that fucking dude. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's fun. Why not? Sean, how'd you feel about the gritty? I, I, it's uh, the gritty's come back around to, for me. <laughs> like, there was a period where I was just like, ah. Uh, Mike Gusecki's doing the gritty. Mac Jones is doing the gritty. All right. It's Mac dead. Jones should not be doing the gritty. No, he that. shouldn't. There's a lot of people that were doing the gritty that shouldn't have been doing the gritty. But now that like now that it's become something that people are hating on, I just like I'm back. I'm is, back. Pro gritty. Is the gritty so where's the gritty in relation to like uh like swag surfing right now in terms of why is this person doing that? Swag sur swag surfing is probably like a year behind the gritty. Like, I think this time last year, people doing the gritty, I would have been like, uh, enough. And now swag surfing, I'm just like, you should have left it to the people who were doing it originally. Um, Doesn't sound like something uh, certain people would do. You can make whatever assumptions you want to make. I'm left to make assumptions. Uh, I like that he does it. I think we've, we've probably talked about this every time he's at the gritty. Yeah. I like that in this world of players should so, show more personality unfortunately that's like the best personality right now yeah. that's actually not fair because a lot of guys have like good personalities and everything but like if that's his version of showing personality 
Watch the fucking gritty for three yeah. seconds. Well, the best way to show personality on the ice is, th is that, right? Yeah. I mean, we can't, we're not going to get it any other way. What else are I, they going to do? I also think there's something to be said for like Mac Jones doing the gritty. He's doing it in the NFL where a bunch of people have done the gritty and he's doing it to like try to be cool. Here, Correct. he's doing it in a, in, a, in a place where like people are going to get pissed off by it. Poking no one's, getting, no one's getting pissed off by a football player doing the gritty, but doing it in a place like hockey, I think hits a lot different. Did you notice, by the way, that on this very same day, uh, a player uh, hit another player in the penis with his hockey stick and no, no time for discourse there. Nobody really cared about that. <laughs> no. They were just like, let's get back to the gritty. But that guy was doing the gritty. That's the most hockey thing yep. in the world. Yep. That it's just universally accepted. But he danced. <laughs> Sometimes we hit each other in the dick with our stick, and that look, it happens. It was a hockey play. You move on. The gritty thing leads to a bigger discussion about should he be doing this? Should he not be doing this? And yeah, I'm 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 all on board with this. And it makes us peel back the curtain a little bit on Jake Wallman to see yep. what else does this guy have up his sleeve. Uh, do we have the TikTok that he posted? That I'm assuming during the pandemic or. Look at him go. Ugh. He's got a little cereal going. Kid's shaking his butt. See, my only disappointment in this in real time was I thought he was going to do the dance. <laughs> but that was a great reveal. <laughs> yeah, look, I, I, I'm, I'm on board with Wallman. Again, I'm kind of confused that he keeps saying, like, why was he in a position to draw a penalty shot? Mm -hmm. A little in Bobby overtime? Orr on, yep. his, on, on our hands, but... Mm -hmm. He's got 11 goals this season. He's having a great year. We'll only know him for the uh, the gritty. Uh, 23 players have multiple overtime goals this season. Wallman is one of them. Hmm. Uh, he's There's only two that are defensemen. So should he be getting Norris votes, hitting the gritty up on stage? Maybe. Love the guy. Another reason people are pissed is uh, Ridley Grieg spiked the football a bit. Morgan yep. Riley lost his shit Saturday with the Sanders up four, three on the Maple Leafs uh, left wing Ridley Grieg had an empty net breakaway, ripped a slap shot from below the hash marks into the net. Morgan Riley went after him, cross checked him in the head, got tossed. Riley's going to have an in-person hearing on Tuesday in person famously means that your suspension can be more than five games before we react. Let's get Pete's take. Ridley Gregg, what a rock star, but also whatever Morgan Riley gets for a suspension was absolutely worth it. That shit was theater. Uh, Ridley Gregg, not Ridley Gregg, <laughs> fake Pete. Um, that's kind of the only take I think you can have. Like, it's yeah, sort of like a lukewarm take, take where it's yeah. like, love that he did that. Yeah, also, exactly. love that he did that. Yeah. And he's going to get suspended and he deserves it, but fine. Worth for, it. Well, let's just start with the slap shot. Fucking, I love a slap shot any way I love can it. get it. Yeah. Famously asked Rasmus Dahlin when we had him at the All-Star game, yo, what's it like taking a slap shot? And <laughs> he was like, sick as hell. <laughs> buddy, so cool. <laughs> and then he talked about taking slap shots. And it was my favorite part of that interview. My favorite shootout goal was always the Dano Chara. Yeah. Winding the fuck up, <laughs> letting it sing. One of my favorite empty netters prior to this. Ryan Kessler against the Flames. Did the same thing. Yep. Didn't do it as hard as Ridley Grieg. Only so a little wussification yep. of Ryan Kessler there that he just kind of did that. I love a slap shot any way I can get it. With an empty net, I like the element of kind of spiking the football there. You're going to get punched in the face after. Yeah. That's some little gentlemanly hockey shit. Yeah, my only problem with it, he didn't seem ready to get punched in the face. You got to go like... 
go ahead, punch me in the face right after that. He kind of did the Taylor Swift, like the... Oh, boy. What? Yeah, oh, uh, you're going to punch me? What? Like, I didn't know. They're the Nick Cousins, when Nick Cousins got his ass knocked out earlier yes, this year. Yes, exactly. Right. Like, like be ready. You know it's coming. Just be a little ready. So here's where I respect uh, one of the many things that led to the Zidane Chara Max Pacioretty thing was he scored an overtime game winner, and he celebrated by he was skating by chara after he scored it he just shoved chara it's like get out of my way bitch excuse me i scored and like he was right re- and th- then of course like yeah. everybody threw haymakers and shit and patch knew what he was doing yeah he was poking the bear he was ready for it grieg i believe is a young fella uh yeah i thought i read that he was 19 only 19 yeah so maybe it's like a he'll grow maybe into it older. i don't want him to stop doing that no I want him to be ready, though, if yeah. somebody's going to go after him for it. As for Morgan Riley, I saw some, f- like, frame by frame. Look at how slow he was skating. He should have stopped him. He wasn't going to fucking no. stop him. He's not Connor McDavid. He's not going to make up five strides yeah. in, like, a second. But uh, I agree with Pete there yeah. that... Worth it. Go hard. Like, don't yeah. fucking kill the guy, but do a little something something sean um he is now 21 for the record mm. just like that. and also so two years ago he was yeah 19. yeah um uh, my only thing is kind of like throwing at players in baseball is just like stay away from the head generally mm. speaking i know it's probably a soft take but like uh guys you can ruin guys careers i think you definitely got to beat somebody's ass and you got to expect your ass to get beat but cross-checking somebody in the head is probably yeah. why that suspension is or that why that that meeting is going to be in person so here's the question um will this galvanize the leafs will they rally around morgan riley he stood up for he stood mm-hmm. up for his well, net that this was a be- point that i saw a lot of people make is like you get mad at the Leafs for being soft and then they do something to show they're not soft and then you're gonna get mad at the leafs again like, i will say as a bruins fan i will find any reason to hate the leafs and i was like yeah i like that so I'm, yeah, I'm, I, I guess think I'm, I'm in that. on it. Yeah. Yeah. I, <laughs> this could be like the Leafs actually being tough. I just need every team that plays the Leafs from now on when they have a lead, go for the fucking slap shot. <laughs> yeah. Like if the Bruins make play, it a thing. like, I like make Lena them, Solmark, yeah. make them do something. Yeah. yeah. Lena yeah. Solmark fucking take a slapper on your next, uh, empty net Absolutely. goal attempt. Do it against the Leafs. Just everyone just keep doing that to the Leafs. That'd be a lot of fun. Really piss them off. Get under their uh, their skin. Uh, this was not the most upsetting yes. empty net goal of the week for some of us. Yes. I hear. I hear that Megan was, Kelly uh, was very pissed off about another empty net goal. That was the second most offensive empty net goal on Saturday. Alex Ovechkin should not be allowed to score empty net goals. This is. It's like, and I'm not a big basketball person, so maybe this did happen. But did Michael Jordan just get to shoot free throws when there was a minute left in the game and they were up by 20? Just, yes. yes, just put him Every in the free game. throw line. That happened? No. <laughs> uh, but he, it's too easy. You have 834-something goals. Just make it harder on yourself. Happy to announce that for the second straight episode, we have Mike Felger on the show. That's a very <laughs> a Felger that's take. A very Felger is, take. Yeah. Don't score you empty net goalie. goals. Get a goalie yeah. in the net. Don't <laughs> So don't score empty net goals because you're it's a goal easy. scorer. And by the way, he seems too excited to score them too, which is what I don't like. I feel like he is asking for it all the time. He broke the record, yeah. I think, on Saturday for most empty net goals. We shouldn't be celebrating that. Congratulations, you can score on an empty net. If anybody should have the... So I I think that I agree with some of the spirit of this in that you would like a 
2A forward to be the all-time leader Correct. in well, like, I like you have like Ron Francis could be yes. the all-time leader in empty net goals. You'd be like, fuck yeah, because he's out there late in the game and he's out there to defend the lead and shit. But if you were to ask me, who do you think has the most empty net goals? I would guess the best goal scorer ever. And he, that's Alex Ovechkin. He yeah. did just take the record from Wayne Gretzky. Right. That's what happened on Saturday, yeah. which is why it was so offensive to me. Yeah, but I mean like Wayno also prior to that had the most of all time and i yeah. have never heard any uh any complaints about it Wayno we should have anti wayne gretzky yeah is there anyone here <laughs> can you get anyone on that hates wayne gretzky when people you what you should say is like hey you know what the cra- you you want to hear a crazy wayne gretzky stat and whenever somebody brings that up it's that if you took away all his goals he would still yes. be the all-time leader and probably like why <laughs> want to hear a crazy wayne gretzky stat and they're like oh i know it's before Ovechkin broke it, he was the all-time yes. leader in empty net goals. What yeah. a bitch. Yeah. I am very anti-99 being retired across the league. I don't know if that's a hot take. I hate it. Uh, Is that a hot take? Who would you like to wear 99? I'm trying to think. Like Anybody. Macklin Celebrini come in the league. Ooh, wear, I, ni- I like wear 99. Bedard wearing 99 would have been sweet. I love 98, but. Yeah. I love that. Bedard already owns 98. Yeah, yeah, I agree. He's going to be retired across the league. <laughs> yeah, so my, that's your issue. It's yeah. that only 99 is retired. That's the lamest thing ever to me. Every number from 90 up should be retired. 90 mm. for Ryan O'Reilly, mm. right? Uh, 91 for who we got? We got Sergey Fedorov. We got Mark Savard. Tarasenko. Yep. Hey, we got any good 92s? I don't know. I don't, yeah, I don't know. Any good 93s? Is Debrinket 93? Debrinket's 93. Retire 93 yep. for Debrinket. Who we got for 94? Is that Jacob Lauko? Yes. All right. Lauko is retired for... Does anybody, has, any, has anybody worn 95? Yeah, I'm having a hard time picturing a 95. I feel like here's where we could use Pete. Yeah. 95. Let's see. 96. Is 96 Paul Korea? Mm. Maybe. Let's see. Paul Korea jersey. Oh, he was nine. What an asshole I'm being. Well, uh, we got Pete's take on Ridley Grieg. Yep. He doesn't have his, we don't have his Alex Ovechkin empty net goal take. We do not have his, has anybody worn 95 uh, take, but I'll tell you what we do have. Three players have worn 95. Uh, Andre Burakovsky, uh. Gr- Graham Clark, and Matt Duchesne. Matt oh, Duchesne oh, wore 95? In Dallas, I guess. Weird. Yeah, I don't know. He's worn 95 his entire career, actually. Really? Huh. Except for nine. Well, no, no. He wore nine with the abs. And then after that, he's worn 95 ever since. Interesting. Huh. A lot of these, uh, a lot of these abs. You seen this? A lot of these abs yeah. players wearing uh, 90s numbers. You got Ryan, Ryan O'Reilly, Matt Duchesne. Your calls. Weigh in on the chat. Uh, tell you what. Sometimes I'm on the go. And I'm thinking, I don't have time to make a whole ass meal. Mm-hmm. I don't have time to make a whole ass smoothie. That's where Factor comes in. Factor makes these incredible meals that you pop in the microwave with real ingredients. Pete loves the meals. I love them too. But additionally, I like the smoothies. They're uh-huh. a good. Try, have I, try, I forgot to eat. Go into the refrigerator, pop one of those fuckers Is that open. You when you're hungry? Yes. <laughs> okay, got it. That's, no, that's me when I'm hangry. <laughs> hangry, excuse me. When I start going. <laughs> Watch out. He's pissed. 
<laughs> watch out he's really mad and i pop in there's one with some mango mm -hmm. stuff going on there's some with some like a tropical one yeah, oh, yeah it's very good and what i like about factor is it all tastes real mm -hmm. it all tastes like there's real ingredients there's no funny business none of these gas station supplements that they're no, no. pumping in none of these snake oils that they're lathering all this stuff in you pop it in it tastes like a good meal and it's real food and it's not a bunch of like ugh, there's too much of this. There's too little of that. Nope. It's all right. It's portioned. It's it's chef crafted, dietitian approved. It's just very good. You got over 35 meals to choose from per week, including options like keto, calorie smart, vegan and veggie, and more. Plus over 55 weekly add-ons. It's just nutritious. It's great. You're not gonna find yourself in these frantic <laughs> kind of states. So. Head to factormeals.com slash whatchaos50 and use code whatchaos50 to get 50% off. That's code whatchaos50 at factormeals.com slash whatchaos50 to get 50% off. Tell you You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with lips and ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L-I-B-S-Y-N ads.com. But the, uh, the Los Angeles Kings got the spark. Galvanized. Galvies, which is good because they were a team that going into the season, they were like the lame hockey watcher meaning me and pete yeah they were like the, e the, the also, safe pick to like they've got centers yeah they've got they defensemen <laughs> they're yeah. like they it, it'll be impossible for them to suck yeah. and then get this well but then they they started off unbelievable they started strong yeah. while in their division they lose on the road for like the entire first half right. of the season and they, then it was whew. they started strong while the oilers were sucking ass Correct. and then and the then oilers was... <laughs> like reversed course and the yep. Kings were like, someone in the Pacific ought to suck. <laughs> Ducks, you don't count. No. We'll do it. And they were horrible. They got uh, they got poor uh, Todd McClellan fired. Yep. Replaced poor by man. Jim Hiller. And somehow Saturday was their first game with Jim Hiller. Now, were they just like not playing until then? Interesting. Yeah. Were they one of those teams that played like right up until the All-Star break? Maybe. The NHL was really weird with this yeah, scheduling. Yeah, some people had, yeah, it was very odd. Like the Bruins were off. Yeah, they were. Like a month before. OFF. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, other teams were playing right uh, until the end. But uh, they hosted the Oilers Saturday in their first game with Jim Hiller as head coach. And they shut their asses out. Oh, yeah. Four nothing. Strong. Famously, I bet for a Stuart Skinner shutout in that Ooh. game was correct about the shutout part. Yes. They don't, they Do don't you pay half you. your money for that. I learned no. this. No. They don't pay you. Mm, that's too bad. If the team you thought was going to get a shutout gets shut out. Unfortunate. I'm learning things about gambling. Yeah. Who knew Vegas always knows <laughs> one of those just things here to take my money. I was like, do I get a bonus bet? Yeah, yeah something. Do I... A boost? Do, that's, do a, I that's, get a, that's a buzzword. Boosts? <laughs> yeah. Do I get, like, is JJ Reddick somehow involved in this? <laughs> yes. I didn't get any money. You got nothing. And uh, the Oilers, as we'll talk about them in a second, but uh, the Oilers lost uh, their second in three games, and the Kings mm. finally got back to their winning ways. Uh, teams firing their coach this season 
5-1-0 in their first game with the new coach. Oilers won their first game with Chris Knobloch. Wild yep. won their first game with John Hines. Yep. Blues won their first game with Drew Bannister. Mm -hmm. Senators had a three-goal lead and lost their first game with <laughs> Jacques <tried>. Martin. <laughs> like, kind of did as well as they yeah, could. Yeah. <laughs> Count that as half. Yeah. Uh, Islanders won their first game under Patrick Waugh, and the Kings won their first game with uh, Jim Hiller. Speaking of betting, I had been hammering yeah. Pierre-Luc Dubois to score oh. for like weeks. Yeah. Every game I was doing a parlay of PLD scores, Kings win. Kings win. Neither of those happen. <laughs> I lose nope. every time. The first game, I didn't do it. That sounds right. Silly that, enough. This is, that is how betting goes. That's yeah. betting in a nutshell. But if ever that were going to happen, it would be the first game with the new coach because usually yep. you get a little sparky, sparky, yep. spark. The, uh, the, the old new coach bump. Yes. Uh, do you believe in the Kings? Because I, I didn't totally give up on them even when they sucked. I feel like in the same sense of the Oilers, they're very roller coastery. So it makes me a little nervous. Then we hit April and they are continuing to be roller coastery and they just have a bad week and they're out. I could see that happening. So I'm going to say, I don't think I do. But they, I do because you they're do? still, yeah. I mean, Kopitar to know they don't, PLD if they he don't becomes anything me. down the middle is they're a. I mean, they're first in the wild card right now yeah. in the West. If they get in, they're a better playoff roster than I think they are a regular season roster. The I issue is that. if they get in. But if, I mean, if, if they get in, say, uh, say Vancouver ends up getting like the top seed in the West right. or the so top seed in the or the, or the second seed in the West. Right. And somehow you end up with a Vancouver Los Angeles first round matchup like I like LA in that actually right, like Kings but are the type of team that would knock off Vancouver there yeah but I, I also said to you earlier you don't believe in, I don't believe in the Canucks they seem like a regular season sweetheart are they a like young haven't done it yet haven't yes, been smacked around exactly. yet sort of thing like they're gonna be bright-eyed and bushy-tailed coming into the playoffs like so excited like oh we're the best team in the league yeah Pete and I have kind of overlapping takes there where I'm a big believer in uh getting embarrassed to death yes. and Pete's a big believer in you can't do it until, until uh, you've like been humbled yes. sort of thing. We talked about it with Felger where yep. like the avalanche kept getting humbled yep. and all these things. Tampa. I'm more like, the, I'm more like the yeah. teams that like really chunk it in horrible fashion. And then the next year I'm like, they're going to win the cup. And they like always, Tampa. right. Like yeah. Tampa did yeah. like uh, 2010, 2010 Bruins, Bruins came yep. back. The Capitals did it to a degree. I mean, Vegas did it. They missed the playoffs and they came back. The Canucks, I think, are at the stage where what comes next is yeah. something embarrassing happens to them. Correct. Not that necessarily. Exactly. Like they, they could get this swept year. by the Kings if that's the scenario that plays out. Florida President's Trophy a couple years ago. Correct. Mm, famously. So, so with that logic, though, does that then mean the Bruins are going to win the cup this year? Because they were, I would say, of all the teams that got embarrassed last year, I probably number one. I said that in jest. The Bruins are, the Bruins are good and the East isn't good. Correct. So, and Which I don't I feel like hasn't been the case in years that the East hasn't been good. Right. Although uh, sometimes the East dies in the <laughs> first round yeah. and the Bruins, but it doesn't, it wasn't for lack of being good. It was too many good teams. Yeah. So like, but the Bruins Rangers teams like that, if they make a little run, it wouldn't surprise me. I still look at the Bruins and I'm like, I don't I, I don't think they're there. I don't but love if we're their... using the galvanized logic. Yeah. The ult the ultimate galvanization. 
and I think losing that, that badly the year before, that would be the team, right? I'm old enough though to admit my biases. Like I think that Brad Marchand's probably an awesome captain. Yes. So I believe in him more as a captain than I'll believe in a lot of other teams and like their leadership yeah. and stuff because all I know about other teams is what I see when I watch them and their right. stats. Yeah. With Marchand, yeah. I can bake in a little more. We have more knowledge. They've got heart yeah. and yeah. shit like every which, other team doesn't fucking have. A, no, right, like <laughs> yeah. nobody on those other fucking teams yeah. uh, tries. But Kings, I think if they get in in the right matchup, yeah. can do a little something. I'll be annoyed if it fucking happens to the Oilers, but uh, that's... Uh, that feels possible too. That's where we are. Uh, do you know that, that I went to an Oilers game last week? Uh, I'm hearing about this, yeah. Do you know that I go to games all the time, sometimes with Sean... Sean and I go to games together. Wow. And we get popcorn and we laugh. Hell we get souvenir yeah. cups. We get souvenir cups. Oh. We gab. If we talk we about yeah. chat. We talk about Pete. <laughs> we talk about everything. We talk about like family and Boston. I've lived here for a while. Mm. Sean just moved here. Wow. He's like, I went to Harvard Square today. And I'm like, oh my God. Tell, tell me about, about Harvard it. Square. You know these conversations? Of course, yeah. yeah. Every, every 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 game that we go to, <laughs> every game that we go to, Sean's like, "Wait till you hear what happened to me." I was on the red line, and I was like, "Oh, I've been oh. on the red line in forever." And we talk about delays. That. Am I right? And for some reason, I don't even know what stereotypical voice I'm doing right now for the way that we talk. I don't either. I'm doing like I'm going for like a Sex in the City type of thing, yeah. but I feel like that's not how they talk on that show. <laughs> oh, no, you're going for like a girl's gabbing voice. Right. Sean will be like, <laughs> yeah. oh, I slept with Steve again. And I'm like, Steve's nice. Fucking Steve, dude. Did you, did you watch Sex in the City? No. Oh, Steve. <laughs> Every time I talk about Sex in the City, I come to Steve's defense. Steve is a bartender that mm -hmm. Miranda sleeps with. And mm -hmm. she's like ashamed of him. Mm -hmm. I'm like, he's the nicest fucking guy mm. you sleep with on this show. Everybody's sleeping with a bunch of bozos on that show. Yeah. Steve is nice. She has a kid with Steve and every oh. yeah. So there's more than just sleeps with. So I, you know, you I come in. I come in like Samantha and I'm like, <laughs> I have a kid Who with Steve. Who did I sleep with today? <laughs> yeah. Okay. And people fair. at the hockey game are like, hey, two men who have volunteered earlier on in this conversation that you're yeah. both heterosexual. Stop mm -hmm. cosplaying as sex like <laughs> I don't know if it's offensive, but it might yeah. be offensive. Stop fucking doing that. And then the guy turns around and we're like, did you see that guy? <laughs> the oh way that he God. talked to us. And the reason we're at this game is game time. <laughs> we got these tickets on game time. I was wondering time. how you were going to get back there. We got them. And game time, I don't know if you ever use it. Do, oh, I do. do I you love use game it? time. Yes. What do you like about game time? The app is very easy to use. It is very easy to yes. use. It is the inner. I like a good infrastructure. Yes, I, I do too. I like the layout. Yep. They show you, you even see where the view is going to be on the front page. Big, big view guy. Big view guy. Got to know the view. Sometimes when you're on other websites, you have to outsource that to a yep. third party because mm -hmm. there are you websites that shows you what's views. The view. yep. And I'm like, hey, uh, if I wanted views, I'd listen to an on a fine Drake album. The best Drake album. Mm. That's your favorite Drake album? It is my favorite Drake album. Wow. That was where I was kind of like, I don't know if I totally understand Drake as much as everybody else. And <laughs> I when I'm at the Drake concert, yes. it's thanks to game time. Yep. And I put in exactly how many tickets I want. 
How much money yep. I want to spend? And game time's like, uh, Deej, uh, the tickets you ordered, here you go. It's so easy. It's my favorite ticket website to use. And I hope that you can use it too because you can take the guesswork out of buying tickets with GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code CHAOS for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code CHAOS for $20 off. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right. I'm now looking at Drake prices on GameTime, for the record, and they are way cheaper than I... Like, I heard people spending, like, thousands of dollars to get into Drake tickets, to Drake concerts, and you can get into Drake concerts for, like... $65. $65. We haven't done any huh. grab ass about uh, Vegas. Not really, no. We, yeah. we were in Vegas, did this whole week. We had all these people on. It was an amazing time. By the time we went famously, yep. there was a little I heard. back and forth about this. Uh, we only went out once the whole trip, Toronto and Vegas. Although wow. Sean kind of went out a second time, right? Um, in Toronto, well, I like, only went out. You like got candy oh, with Leah. Yeah, I, yeah, I like Kinda walked around smoked legal drugs in canada um but i didn't like go and get drinks or anything like, Did, i didn't go in anywhere yeah, I literally what is just kind walked of around. going out mean? does it count that the night that we got to toronto we had a very long day and we walked and we got some joints and then we walked around smoking joints does that count uh, uh no i wouldn't say so that that's doesn't just, count that's a stroll with the with the the, the boys with the fellas. so we didn't go out at all really and we went to I a didn't night's go out game in toronto yeah. For sure. yeah yeah uh, are you counting the night's game as going out I don't think that counts as going I went out. out. I would say no. I went out count. one night, like the last night that we were in Vegas, when we had like the all city get together. Right. So that I didn't that was go the one to. Night I, went out. I was uh, doing some uh, TV for the Boston folks back home. Mm-hmm. And then I went out after. And that was the day. That was when Pete was texting me. Yeah. What are you up to? I said, I'm doing this, blah, blah. We were comparing how our nights were going and everything. Classic friendship thing. Yeah. Then Pete started of off the show the next day saying, Sean and I went out. Not sure if DJ went out. And I wanted to fucking choke him. <laughs> uh, I made money in Las Vegas. You did? Did you? Yeah. Oh. I, I lost like half of my money, like $50 on blackjack. We're leaving, was leaving a casino. Uh, one of my other friends was like, we're all putting 20 on black. Nice. And we all I had was a fifty, so I put it down. Got two twenty five dollars chips. We all put twenty, except for me. I put twenty five on black. Everyone lost. And nice. then my friend was like, "You gotta, you gotta let it ride. Like you, you plan on losing the money anyways." And yeah. I'm like, Fuck. True. So I put the twenty five on black. Won it back. I not at this point. I was the only one. So everyone had just lost on black. Then I won in black. And he was like, "Fuck it, double down." And so yeah. I went back on black. Won again. So I made all of my money back and then some. That's a uh, Pete won money. So uh, one night, I think it was after the Knights game. We we're like, we'll go out after this. I immediately like fell asleep. Uh, Pete, <laughs> well, yeah, Sean fell asleep. Pete went down to the casino and gambled by himself for a little bit. And I think like made, like won a couple he, hundred he bucks. He said he made yeah. he won back his money from pro shop boards. So. Which is crazy because yeah. we were spending a lot of money in those. Yeah, I don't know what, exactly what pro shop boards he was referring to because. Yeah. Been pumping those bad boys out. But I say that all to say we weren't really socializing outside of business. That was like the uh, that was the hardest I've worked on a fucking business trip ever. And usually it's a Super Bowls when I'd go for NBC Sports Boston. I would grind a lot. But then after I would all grab smoke a million cigarettes (laughs) and get blackout. drunk. It was very convenient that we were not around any of the other all city people like all the other Mm. uh, all the other people in our company were on the other side of the strip. And Mm. if they had been like in our hotel, 
it would have been a much different story. But I didn't have anything like really pushing me to go out when I didn't want to. But the last night, so we did a uh, we had a red eye and we finished our work a little early and we were just hanging out while we waited for our flight. I got dinner with uh, my dear friends, Nicole Yang and Nora Princiati. And was just having such a great time actually socializing for the first time on that whole trip. Sean texted the group and he was like, crazy for me to say I don't really want to leave. And I was like, yo, let's push our flights. It was, just- we finally got one day where we were actually getting to enjoy Vegas. I went and I met up with my best friend who lives in Las Vegas at that time when you were having dinner to have dinner with him. I was just like, I yeah, I can I could totally hang here for one more day. Yeah. Well, the, the game time connection is that those friends, uh, Nicole and Nora and a bunch of other people, there were so many things going on yeah. the weekend because like, as you saw, Sean, the party really starts like Wednesday and Thursday yeah. of Super Bowl right. week. Well, that's when like everyone comes into town and, and it's like, overwhelming. Concerts. Parties. And there was Thursday like, night. There was a whole boxing match in our in Mandalay. Right. Yes. And like no one paid any attention to it. Yeah. But there the- was a there was like a, a Kendrick Lamar concert, which was like there really. I yeah. think Pete said that. I think Pete said Kendrick played. I know. One like of the Bruno Mars was having a concert. Travis Scott was having a concert. Brooke Kreischer and Tom Segura had like a big show Saturday right. night. There's so because all that. this shit was going on, my friends went to Kelly Clarkson, who has a residency there. Yes. For right. like dirt cheap on Saturday. Nice. Kelly Clarkson? Good show. I for sure would have fucking stayed and gone to I, that. I've seen yeah. her live before. Solid. Hear huh. all those Max Martin hits and then the ones that she did without him that aren't so good. <laughs> Behind those hazel eyes, it's got to be a Max Martin. I'm assuming. Yeah. So behind yeah, those hazel, right. behind those, behind these hazel eyes, Easy. and uh, since you've been gone, were Max Banger. Martin and Doctor Luke, which Bangers. at that time was like bangers. That was like those two are going to yeah. make. You might hits. be talking. I'm going to Vegas next month. I think she's still there. She you is. Might be, you might be talking me into going. I was looking at I, how early do we want to go to Vegas for the draft, Sean? Because if we go like just two weeks early. We can see Just we can see Dead and Co. Low at the sphere. Of two weeks early. <laughs> I mean that that does nothing for me. Yeah. Um, well, the sphere definitely does. You would for sure. Yeah. But I'm positive you'd be a Dead and Co. guy. Mm. I mean, you've said that before. You said that basically everyone becomes a Dead and Co. guy, right? But yeah. I like couldn't even. I I know literally nothing about the Grateful Dead. Like yeah. I don't. I couldn't name you a song. I know lit. That, the only that's thing- where I become like very young guy. The only thing you know about the Grateful Dead is that Mike Felger, whose only exposure you've had to him is that he hates everything, <laughs> likes the Grateful yeah, yeah, Dead. Yeah. So, so it must be good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what, Wait, what, so you didn't you didn't gamble at all? Or I you didn't did? gamble once. That is unbelievable self-control because I... It was, would, just, it was just like a lack many, of time thing. How many times? Did I didn't you, sleep. But I would walk by a casino anytime and I would probably just put $5 in a slot and mess around for five minutes slots i have thankfully come to a point where like if i'm gonna do slots i need to like putting five if i just put five dollars in a slot i know for a fact i'm gonna lose the only way i can convince myself that i'm going to win money is if i'm in it for the long haul so i rarely ever do slots unless Mm. i'm like alone with extra money and time i was gonna bet on uh pete and i took a little break at one point and went to the sports book and just watched hockey and I was going to bet on some of the games, but like you have to update the app to be, he was like literally oh. just walk up to that window and like scan the fucking thing on your phone. And yeah. I was like, ah, please. There's a sports book bar in, in Hartford where I live and they have just machines. You just walk up and it's mm. great. I, that's what the best part about a sports book is having a physical ticket. Yeah. Yeah. I really, I wanted, uh, I was considering doing that for my, uh, I was going to do an oil man parlay, 
before the Knights Oilers game. But I, I made money on the Super Bowl last night too. By the way, Ooh, nice I did too. winner. I did a McCaffrey first touchdown score. Uh, I bet the most bet prop in the Super Bowl, which is uh, Kyle Juszczyk over half of reception. And he mm. got that on like the second play and then was basically not involved the rest of the game, which was awesome. I The only bet I did, I did two bets. I did uh, Rashi Rice, Super Bowl MVP. I bet his over on receptions, which mm. sucked. He had six and it was, was at six and a half. It was like plus four million. It was like, it just <laughs> yeah. says like when you're betting it, it was like, it like are you sure? you're not going to win. <laughs> yeah. And then I bet uh, Javarius Ward, Super Bowl MVP, because of all the people that we pestered on opening night, I think the one that I would most likely be friends with was Javarius Ward. Although mm. Travis Kelsey does like I I kind of got it Sneaky. with Travis Kelsey. Yeah. I think he's just a cool guy. He's a cool yeah. like he's a cool guy. I think all of his old tweets made us think like you know what, you know what? Yeah, he's a cool guy. He might have a personality. Well, he definitely does. He for sure <laughs> has a personality. People, I, I, people were really really hated him singing "Viva Las Vegas" last night. Oh no! Just fucking let it out. I, only only thing I hated about it is that it didn't sound like he was trying to sing. Like it took me a second to realize he was doing the Elvis thing. Yeah, mm. like he was just screaming the words. Yeah, but no, I he love was it. fully just screaming. Well, what sucks it. is now he's going to be stuck with the Elvis voice for like three years, Austin Butler style, <laughs> and his his Elvis voice sucks. Some people are like, "Hey, Mr. Kelsey, can I have your autograph?" He's gonna be like. Ah. <laughs> Uh, we do have a uh, take from uh, Pete on the Super Bowl. Here it is. Tony Romo should never, ever call another Super Bowl again. Uh, All-time bad call from yeah. uh, Tony Romo at the end of that game. I was so distracted, which I didn't bring this up earlier, but I'm going to now. I was so distracted during the game because I had a viral tweet last night. You did? How do we not bring this <laughs> we up? We haven't brought this up yet? We fuck, Finally, so we have somebody on this uh, show who, uh, <laughs> who sends good tweets. <laughs> So I missed a lot of the Romo terrible call, but I watched it back this morning. Yikes. Your tweet was, uh, it was the Nickelodeon broadcast yes. and it was one of, yep. Who is it? Sandy, Sandy Cheeks. Cheeks. Sandy Cheeks. That's yes. a SpongeBob person. Yes. yes. And you said women you in don't sports. Know SpongeBob. Mm. I'm like one year too old. I think. Yeah. Okay. Fair. Uh, but you said women in sports yeah. exclamation point, it's which is funny because I only watched the broadcast for maybe two minutes, but they had a sideline report from Sandy Cheeks and I just snapped a picture of it, tweeted women in sports with the picture. I didn't even try to make it look good. Like you can tell I just took a picture of the TV and it has a uh, 7 million views. <laughs> Damn. <So. laughs> That's crazy. I had a couple random people message me that were like, how much for pub? pub under your viral tweet which yeah i did not know that would happen i'm like how much can i charge these people should i do it that's <laughs> massive let me i'm taking the money right I, that's no, what i'm I, like I, I would do it i i have a price I have no shame <laughs> i i'll pro, promo just about anything for the right amount of money i have no idea i i don't know where it is i'm trying to think like yeah, that, that's got to be bigger than anything. Like I, I don't like I, or maybe even well, it's Pete funny has that done. Casey Keen, our, our dear friend that I was with last night, when it had about 24 likes in three seconds, she was like, I think this is going to go viral. But yeah, no, it has 7.7 7 million views, 311,000 uh, likes. Did you get, uh, that is a fun part about a viral tweet is, you know, in like the first 10 seconds, right? Well, that like, was oh, like, that she, shit's she, gone. she was like, Oh, I think this is going viral, but this is a little bit more than I would have expected. Last one I had was probably one of several uh, Whopper related yes. tweets I did. <laughs> and I did one during the Grammys. Mm -hmm. And you see 
Like in the first five seconds, yep. you see that someone with a lot of yep. uh, followers retweeted it. And, and then, then you see like immediate, it, you know who started it for my Whopper one oh. was Chaps. You know Chaps <laughs> oh, from yes. Barstool? Yes. And then the, that's the, a good, that's a good retweet. It's a good one to, yeah. to set it off. Yes. Uh, yeah, I don't know who, maybe no one set this off. I don't know. I imagine someone did, but I don't, I haven't been able to go on Twitter really because my notifications are blown up. Classic women in, in sports. <laughs> uh, the Oilers have lost two of three. They bounced back from that uh, Golden Knights loss to get a comeback win Friday in Anaheim, ruining, Sean, ruining Offspring Night. You know about Offspring Night? Um, I saw this and I didn't look into it. What, what is, the, is, it ki- is it just kids night? That was my first thought. So I appreciate that you said that because when I saw that, I was what like, why do they why did they come up with the most complicated name for kids night ever? Did, that was my initial reaction. And, and my other thought was maybe they thought kids was not like it was not broad enough. So they yeah. said offspring like that includes everybody. Yeah, that's what? very <laughs> some like very OC yeah. California type shit. Where that's they're like, exactly let's what just I be thought. unnecessarily complicated. Yes. And what is the age cutoff for knowing what the offspring is? Do you? Do you so you do not know the band The Offspring? No. I mean, it, I, it was like when you explained it to me, you definitely know a couple of their songs. I, I, maybe I would. But now I had no idea. I've never heard like, the band. my first thought is not, oh, that's a band. Exact, say, I was yeah. the exact same one. Very yeah. fascinating. And uh, far be it from me, I will not do the fucking thing that they that like Jimmy Kimmel did with Billie Eilish where he was like, do you know who Van Halen is? And she was like, <laughs> no, I'm five. And he was like, <laughs> gross, idiot. <laughs> also, like, I think we, you and I are very close in age too, so you can't do that. <laughs> yeah, but like if you don't know it, you don't know it. Similarly, like I, if somebody mispronounces something or if I mispronounce yes. something, yep. I hope for a little understanding. Yeah. Where it's like, please help me. They just yeah. didn't fucking yeah. know. It's not like they, right. it, it, I'm not anyway. being an idiot on purpose. <laughs> right, uh, but the Ducks had offspring night and they made the sickest jerseys huh. that uh a little birdie they they made the jerseys with violent gentlemen saw that who are just on a fucking heater right now but they're gonna they sold out of them immediately they're gonna make more of them at some point i cannot wait to get them but uh oilers got that win very mm-hmm. nice yep. then got their asses shut out on the second night of a back-to-back calvin pickard by the way got their only win in this little stretch mm. and connor mcdavid getting increasingly upset. We didn't see it because we were at the big game, yeah. but he was pissed in Vegas, yep. yelling on the bench, this and then was... this happens. Ah! That was against the Kings? Yeah. Yeah. That was against the Kings. Aren't sticks? Like, I know he's a millionaire, but it's just so They're much like money. They're like fucking $300 now. That's it's ridiculous. Yeah. So much money to just be breaking. I'm also poor, so I guess it hits a little different. No, I... I, I think anyone there's but never a price. would <laughs> There's never a price at which... Breaking something that's three hundred dollars isn't stupid, or like isn't like damn. Please don't do that that many times. (laughs) Fair. If Pete were here, we would craft a fake uh, Connor McDavid is a bad guy Mm, uh, narrative. Where yeah, yeah, I could do that. Where we're like, well, I do think he's Mister Mister Pissy Man. Like he he is big pissed right now. You think he's Mister Pissy Man? Yeah. (laughs) So that's the clip. Uh, Is is Connor McDavid uh, Mister? pissy man right now all right not to put you on the spot yeah but i'm gonna set that up okay. and you just give anything to like you can explain why just, you saw him in vegas blah yeah. blah, blah. Yep. Okay. he's getting more and more pissed uh the question is is Connor mcdavid mr pissy man right now i i think he is i mean he, you you see him in vegas you see him in la he's he's breaking very expensive sticks 
Sums up. He's fragile. I think what, he's fragile. What does he break next? Because you don't root for injuries in mm. sports ever. Yeah, no, but if never. he's breaking sticks and he's damaging the boards, what's he going to do to the water bottles? What's mm. he going to do to his coach? He already got one coach fired. Mm. People, A lot of people are saying that he might be a coach killer. Chris Knobloch coached him in the OHL, was a former coach until they hired him. Does he become the next former coach of Connor McDavid? Uh, I sure hope not, but I I, I think it's possible. If he's, it's, we, know, we don't know how far pissed Connor McDavid could go. Where do you think the Mr. Pissy Man nickname comes from? Because it seems like something that's been stuck with him for a while now. Yes. Uh... <laughs> All right, that's that yeah, real. Well, that was great. No, right. I think you can, you can use that, Sean, right? Yeah, we'll be able <laughs> yeah. to. I've done more with less. We... <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna dress it up uh, the, the only good thing the only good thing <laughs> that came from this weekend with the oilers was gene principe's opening mm. the very next broadcast that he did after meeting with us so we had this long conversation so do you with take him about, credit with for no this? i i say it to say this whole fucking time we're talking to him yeah He's just like got this thing in his back pocket <laughs> yeah. that for him is so all. small potato. It's just <laughs> yeah. like so every day, so old hat that yep. he doesn't even think to be like, yep. oh, by the way, I've got something outrageous. I'm, I'm cooking cook up tomorrow. <laughs> this was the open. I was watching this live. Yes. I freaked out, took pictures on my phone and sent to the boys. This was the open on Friday in Anaheim. You could see the offspring stuff in the background. Oh, is it just the still? Fuck, oh, all right. Oh, I thought we were playing it. I, want, DJ does a pretty good impression. Should you just no, do, do it? No, I'm going to airdrop it to you, Sean. Would it take too much time if I airdrop it to you? All right, let's do Gene. I will say in Gene's defense, I think there was a, there was a good number of days between them. Like, I think there's a really good possibility he didn't have this Didn't have a plan. Do you think there's a good possibility he didn't have a plan like an hour before? Because yes. he seems like the kind of guy that's like, oh, I'll yeah. just cook something up right now. Absolutely. Like, I, I would not be surprised if this was very much like a day of yeah. kind of idea. But, like, does he have the, like, arts and crafts with, like, does he have, like, some markers with him at uh, all times? Because he might question. need to make a fucking costume i'm sure i feel like i feel like they've if when gene principe is the host of your intermission show yeah. you have supplies on hand <laughs> to be like to, to make some crafts all right do we have gene yeah. all right yep here's the open hi everybody and uh welcome to rogers oilers hockey on sports and i'm gene Gino. when i was a kid my nona would say gino you're gonna make a good pizza boy when you grow up and especially on a day like today it is it's about time it is national pizza day so bello grazie i want you to know that it is a day that we honor pizza and i'm gonna give you a pizza my mind and that's because the edmonton oilers what a historic run Tying Columbus for the second longest winning streak, consecutive games at 16, one away from tying the NHL record, but we move on. Speaking of which, I tell you what, for the Edmonton Oilers goalie, it's been a slice, and that is Calvin Pickard on a night where the Edmonton Oilers finished 2023. So I can't not watch that and think about Felger watching it. <laughs> I texted it to Felger, and you know what he Did said he back? It? He didn't respond. Oh, okay, well, that's yeah, yeah. <laughs> Felger and I have a very as needed <laughs> yeah, uh, text relationship. Yeah. I don't text him a lot. <laughs> Shocker. He doesn't text <laughs> me a lot, <laughs> but when we text each other, it's, and I do that by the way, because I assume he doesn't text anybody. I assume he doesn't use his phone. That adds up. And yeah. he is, 
I, he probably uses his phone as much as he needs to mm. and no more. But I had told him about Gene yeah. when he was on with us of like, yeah. this would be your fucking nightmare. He is the anti-Felger. He opened a broadcast <laughs> with that. I love it so much. It's too good. Did uh, were, were you a Gene person before the show? Did we put him on your radar? You put him on my radar, but... Mm. As as we talked about before, like we're we're big Oilers guys, so I'm surprised that this hasn't come up the last couple. Like I'm surprised I did not know who he was before. Now we can talk about actually the uh, while the you're origin. here, yeah. the the genesis of the the Oilers fandom. Yeah, was we got NHL TV when we were working at NBC Sports Boston, and we would just watch like random hockey games. Yep around the yeah. uh, the office in the studio and you would be in my ear giving me Oilers updates while I was live on yep. TV yep. to be like dry settle scored <laughs> yep. and I'd like high five Tom Giles because we were betting on the game or something like that <laughs> on live TV while you're talking about the Patriots least perfect yeah <laughs> yeah this was some- like this was like February 2020 right before the pandemic and we were having the time of our lives I remember I was watching uh I was watching the Oilers in bed the, when all the shit came crashing yep. down on like the hockey yep. world is stopping. I believe they, did they stop that game? Like were they doing that in the NHL? Stopping like stopping stuff game. mid game. I don't remember them stopping a hockey game mid game, but you might, maybe Man. I don't remember that though. I think, I think it was the next day that we were like, okay, I guess this is over dark times. Yeah. Well, uh, it's been a lovely show. Do we want to spin the wheel? Sean, how are you feeling? Ready for a wheel spin? Yeah. So what do we got to do? Just talk so- something positive or negative about the team? If you want. And okay. if not, or you can do like another that. game time read or something. And none Great. of this matters. Yeah. All right. Uh, spin that wheel for Sean. Shake that ass for Sean. <laughs> Shake that ass for me. Ooh, Golden Knights. <laughs> Vegas Golden Knights. I feel like this is hard because we've been talking so much yeah. about the Vegas Golden Knights recently. I know what you can um, do. You could tease tomorrow's guest. Oh. Mm. Uh, how much of uh, how much of it do you want me to tease? Uh, you could tease the team, okay, position uh, and name. We have <laughs> Vegas Golden Knights goaltender Aiden Hill. Oh yeah, Aiden uh, Hill on the show tomorrow. Nice, That's quick little conversation. That's uh, a candidate. Yeah, That's a candidate if he's eligible. Um, which he doesn't even know if he'll be, um, <laughs> as you'll see in tomorrow's interview. I was so annoyed by that. I'm annoyed. By, <laughs> so I, I was annoyed with, uh, f- lovingly, I was annoyed with uh, Pete doing that before we talked to him. And I'm annoyed with him doing that. He has great numbers. He's having yeah. an awesome year. Yeah. And everyone's doing the like, yeah, but he hasn't played that much. He's played enough. Yeah. He's played enough to party. When he's we, showing he's got what it takes. When we were looking at his stats on the show, he had played like 17 games and you needed 16 to qualify as like a league leader. So... Not a stack guy, so but then, that sounds like enough. <laughs> sounds like enough. But he was saying he didn't have enough to be an all-star, right? I think was what he talked about when we talked to him. Is there, is there a hard and fast rule for being an all-star? I don't know. He didn't know. Uh, uh, clearly not. Alex <laughs> Georgiev was an all-star. Uh, well, exactly. well, I think that apparently the hard and fast rule is play games. Yeah. It's not being good. Huh. Yeah. Uh, let's spin that wheel for Megan. Spin that wheel oh, for yeah. Drake. Now spin that wheel for Megan. Ooh, what you got on the Blues? (laughs) My least favorite team in the NHL. Ah, why are they your least favorite team in the NHL? There was something that happened like five years ago that I'm not over. I don't know if you you know anything about this. We did have a moment on the show with Felger where where Felger was doing his point about like, you don't need a goalie to win. Yeah. And uh, I realized Pete and I disagreed on Jordan Binnington. 
because Pete oh, was yes, like, oh, Bennington was really good, good he there. Was. I, you're you're rewriting history. He I, was I'm, good. I'm a hater with Bennington because he was so bad but, to but begin Rask game seven. But was also so good until the finals. They yeah. had that. They had those 11 days off, and then it was just. That is true. That is still one of the more wild championships yeah, in recent that's years. Yeah, that still hurts. Still hurts. Right. But Bennington stinks now, so that makes me a little happy. Yeah, that that that's a white whale. We want to just have like Bennington sit in a room with Pete and see what happens. Oh, uh, I love that. Spin that wheel for Drake. Now spin that wheel for Deej. Ooh. Ooh, the Florida Panthers. I don't have anything on the Florida Panthers. I, I do. Do you what? want me to say something? I think that. They might be my cup pick. Really? Yeah. Yeah. They're I, not I'm tuckered out from them. that run last year? No. I think that they have... I When I watch their games, I'm pleasantly surprised. And I didn't... I mean, last year, they were just, like, hot at the right time. But Bob going to do it? Bob... I, I, I'm going to regret saying this because I'll probably lose in the first round. But I think, I think right now, if you ask me, I think I'd pick them. Sneaky. Ooh. Yeah. I'd have to look at the uh, the old sports books, but yeah, what would I know about around. that? They got all my money for my Javarius Ward. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you don't have any money Super left. Pick. Uh, what was your favorite piece of content that we made on our uh, lengthy uh, content trip, Megan? <laughs> <laughs> well, I had so much fun in Vegas, and my favorite thing that you produced was uh, your media day was unbelievable. It was the best. Yeah. Best was my favorite part, though, is that when you asked Felger if he watched it, I thought you were talking about watch the whole episode. He just didn't, he didn't watch your 90 second video. <laughs> a lot of people push, a lot of people said he absolutely lied about that. I don't think you guys know Felger. <laughs> no, yeah. I could see <laughs> Well, I could see him being like, uh, no, this is not my thing. And just, <laughs> uh, but that was incredible. Uh, who who very was proud Pacheco of that. saying, uh, shout out to you, uh, shout out to him, bro. Pacheco saying shout out to you, bro, was, that was incredible. Unreal. I, I if, if if I'd be okay being replaced on this show if it was with Isaiah Pacheco <laughs> and it was just Pete and Pacheco Isaiah Pacheco and Pete? That, that rolls it. off the tongue. The Pacheco and Pete, that sounds like that's, Mike and Mike. Mm -hmm. That's like a Pacheco yeah. and Pete. That's a classic thing. Yeah. Would Sean still produce? Mm. Sure. Uh, I was thinking you, you would walk out and so you, you would say, I'm going with Deej. Uh, uh, I would do like a... Isaiah Pacheco seems pretty cool. Uh, he does seem cool. I do like a, <laughs> fuck this. Well, I'm leaving and who's with me? And it would suck because it would just be like Sean's the... None of us. That would definitely <laughs> Isaiah, I know you're new. <laughs> you maybe want to come. Uh, don't sleep later. on the Frank Vitrano vid. Mm. It was a long trip. Oh, so I, I loved think... that too. Yes. No, I, I forgot about that. That was early on. That was in Toronto. That was in yeah. Toronto. My favorite thing was talking to Rasmus Deline. Yeah. He I was... like him. He's cool. Did I, uh, I don't know if I told the story on the podcast, but so Sean is from Buffalo. Yeah. Huge Sabres guy was pumped when we got the lean. And, uh, when I went to get him in the hotel to bring him to the area where we were going to interview him, I was like, uh, oh, our producer, Sean is a big Sabres fan. And he was like, really? And he was genuinely excited. I was nice. like, oh, <laughs> it would make his day. If when we walk back there, like, act like you were excited to see him mm. and i was like he's probably gonna be wearing headphones like he's got dark hair what when you walk in be like whoa like Sean, Sean. we're finally meeting yeah uh <laughs> give him that like classic alanaheim deej moment yeah uh and he was like okay <laughs> we get back there he doesn't even think about 
<laughs> I also, I definitely would have been like, there's something going on here. Yeah. And you would have known like that weird. something was yeah. And then if I had found out afterwards that he was set up to it, I would have just been disappointed. Yeah. So really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I would have, yeah. if, like, if I thought fucking Rasmus Deline for some reason knew who I was and then it was just a plant, I would have been like, oh. Yeah. I'm that would have stung a little. Yeah, oh, I thought I was trying to like boost your spirits that way I, I mean if i i am a big believer in like ignorance is bliss if i never found out it would have been fucking awesome but if i found out later after the fact i would have been like oh. i was hoping I that wouldn't this have been wasn't like, the moment that he found out but luckily well, well, this blabber mouth would have <laughs> after I, been like i wouldn't have been like i told him to do yeah, it i wouldn't have been like offended or anything i just would have it wouldn't it wouldn't have been nearly as cool of a yeah. moment if mm. i found out it was like planted we have up on the socials a clip of delene talking about Slap, Slap shots. shots, yeah. And oh man, I wish like part of my like a couple of years ago, I wanted to like take lessons, yeah. And because I never had a good slap shot, I never had a good wrist shot or snapshot. Actually, I was an, I was a snapshot guy. Did you have a good shot? Never really. <laughs> okay. No, but I just didn't have a slap shot at all. Like okay. I had like my slap shot was the hockey equivalent of the kicking video that we did. Sneaky, one of the harder things to do. Slap shot? shot, yeah. It yeah. seems like it would be easy, but it's not. I just want to have. It's a... like hitting a, like a driver, right? Like just slamming the ball because I can't do that. I miss the ball. Uh, I can't golf. <laughs> Ooh. But I. But when you're when you wind up that hard, mm. chances are high you're gonna miss. It would just rock to be able to just rifle one. Yeah, it would rock to be good at sports. Uh, empty net goal, <laughs> and then yeah. after what I really wish Greg did, I wish. He took the slap shot as soon as it went in. It was like, yeah, I scored. Then turned back to Riley. He was like, Meh, and skated away as hard as he could. Just like run. Yeah. No, I would have skated right off the ice. If you're not going to be ready for it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just, he didn't even, he was looking at the crowd too, if I'm not mistaken. Like be aware a little bit. More hockey players need to be trained in like armed combat. Cause like, could you imagine yeah. if Morgan Riley went to like check him in the head and Ridley just like blocked it with his stick Ooh. and it turned into like a fucking battle oh. scene? That shit would oh. be hard. What if they were like, uh, Ridley Greek has been suspended three games for beating the shit out of Morgan Riley <laughs> after scoring. Morgan Riley, goal. Morgan Riley fucks around and really finds out. He goes yeah. to check. It's like it's like trying to rob a, a UFC fighter. It's just like, yeah. you know you're getting into some shit, but you didn't think you're getting into this kind of shit. It's, uh, the Department of Player Safety video also like includes the goal at the beginning <laughs> to, so, to make so it extra embarrassing. <laughs> it starts where the Leafs, with six players on the ice, you think they'd have an advantage here. Uh, turn the puck over. <laughs> I, oh, man. We need editorializing yes. on Department of Player Safety yeah. videos. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, uh, that'd be amazing. And yeah. And then Ridley Grieg now takes just yeah. the sickest shot you've ever seen in your life. Can you believe this? Nothing but net. Can't believe it didn't rip a hole in the fucker. Morgan Riley's going to feed Morgan Riley's all in his feelings about it. I would Chases love after him like a little bitch. Just a lot of, just, a, just real subtle stuff. Like takes yeah. a slap shot. Fucking sick. <laughs> Damn, I wish I could do that. Takes an insane <laughs> clapper. Has the drop of like Rasmus Deline on our show being like, oh, it feels so good. <laughs> That's how that should have gone yep. down. Yep. 
I think we just we, we should just fix the player safety. We should videos. just put out our own yeah. player, develop player take their videos player and just safety. yeah. Oh them fuck! Over. I had an idea for when we first. So I think we've said this was initially not supposed to be a daily show, which <laughs> you get some of our grab ass. You say mm. maybe they've ended up with some time to kill. Uh, like the shit that we did in Vegas was kind of the idea. It was like a going to be like a hockey variety show, mm. which it's become, which is good. We have because, our f- because as Felger said, you want to be Ryan Seacrest. <laughs> the best part of that, as Tom Giles in- immediately pointed out, he said, "Kids these days want to be Dick Clark." <laughs> Do you think like Evan Marinovsky knows who Dick Clark is? No, Zero no one chance. knows who fucking Dick Clark is. <laughs> oh, y'all want to be Bob Hope? <laughs> <laughs> Dick Clark, All these hope Syracuse guy. Is Dick Clark a Syracuse guy? Uh, the like sports broadcasting part of the communication school is named after him. So oh. I will say Syracuse grads know who Dick Clark is, oh. which is like 50% of the industry, I guess. I was going to say there's speaking, a lot of Syracuse yeah. grads in, in these parts. Generally speaking, yeah, no one knows who the fuck Dick Clark is. I did like, Ryan Seacrest at this point is like... I was about to say, I'm wondering if kids know who Ryan Seacrest is. I was, a, I was an American Idol kid growing up, Same. but if it wasn't for that, I probably wouldn't know who he was. I, I would agree with that take. I bet you people maybe five, three or four years younger than you might not know Yeah, him. I think I'm getting nearly. the Yeah, end you're of probably the, right at the yeah. cusp. Man. Which is a scary thought. Well, I think that uh, our riffing about how the Morgan Riley thing should have gone down at least got us a pretty funny clip, <laughs> I think, possibly. Oh, but... You saying I- this episode was not good? No, no. Uh, <laughs> an idea that we had for the show and we'll still do it at some point. Maybe I shouldn't say it, but we we have an idea involving the department of player safety that is uh, very like comes from the same part of the brain Mm. as some of the grab assy shit that we were making Mm. last week. But do do I know about this? uh, Maybe I'll tell you after, but like, I don't think the stuff, by the way, that we were doing Super Bowl, like that isn't grab ass. That was like the most planned stuff we've done. That was like the most we've prepared for stuff ever. And I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, Hit subscribe on everything you can. Really, the the YouTube we care about. We're always up your ass about it, but it's because uh, we love you. Uh, Some fun news. Mm. In addition to a new Pro Shop Wars coming this week and Aiden Hill tomorrow, we have answered your prayers about getting the Pro Shop Wars on YouTube. We are putting them recut for YouTube, some even extended versions on YouTube that you can watch. And I'll tell you what, when you're watching them in that 1920 by 1080, it's kind of nice. It's nice on the eyes. It's good on the ears. Sean just doing incredible stuff. Uh, Sean was in the Super Bowl uh, Pro Shop Wars. Oh. I was? You're like, damn, look at all this starter stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. I didn't know if I actually made the cut. Oh, yeah. Good stuff. Uh, And also, on a personal note, uh, on my Instagram, I will be uh, releasing uh, a photo dump of pictures of myself and Sean and Pete from our trip. Yeah. Have you seen that they do this? You know what a photo dump is? Is it a... Is it a lot of pictures? It's a lot of pictures. And what is the what is the idea behind it? Well, it's something that to convey to you, the subscriber, that uh, ASGXSB mm. was a movie. Oh, something like that. Oh, or like 
an unforgettable trip. Mm. What a long, strange trip I went on <laughs> with my friends. Is there Are a you Tate workshopping, ca workshopping captions you right now? Yeah, that's what I was asking. Like, oh, get is a that what you're about to say? Uh, yeah, like, get a is there a Tate McRae quote or something Ooh, you can yeah. use as a caption? Ooh. Did you get to, did you see Tate McRae? We were in her presence. Yes. She literally walked in yeah. to, we were in the press room at she a downtime cool. during an event. Yeah, there was probably like 15, 20 people total in the press room. We were point. just like hanging out, sucking down some waters and popcorn. <laughs> Tate McRae walked in. The most rock star shit ever. Yeah, she seems like she. Yes, yeah. Walked yeah. in, stood in front of a backdrop. People took out their phones. I said on the show, it's the most I've ever seen somebody objectified. It just took. We all just took out our phones. We're like, Duh. <laughs> famous. Uh, the only thing, only know. only pushback I'll have on the objectifying thing is like, I felt objectified. Like I felt fucking big time. Like she walked in there and was just like, take pictures of yeah, me. Yeah, take that picture club and then left. Like she, she, like we didn't. Uh, she was a pop star, yeah, but like we didn't think of. She thought of us as less than human. My read on it was Justin Bieber did not do any press. He didn't have to because he did not have a contract with the NHL for that event. Do you know that? A little insider stuff. Interesting. It's a rumor I heard. I don't even know if it's true. Uh, I'm not a reporter anymore, though, <laughs> so who say, cares? I don't know anything. Uh, yeah, uh, but he, so he didn't have to do anything. He was yeah. supposed to have a press conference with Tate McRae. They didn't end up having it. Instead, they only had that electric Michael Buble, Will Arnett. Uh, press conference shout out will arnett i feel yeah. like people sleep on how good he yeah. was in that press conference but uh so that press conference with with uh tate mccray and bieber didn't happen i'm assuming she was like well if bieber's not gonna do it mm -hmm. i shouldn't do it because then that makes me look it'd less... be weird for her to do a press conference by exactly yeah so i think maybe she did have in her contract she had to do some sort of press or media and maybe they were like just walk into that stupid fucking say, room. So they were for like, like, just walk into this box. <laughs> right. Walk in. It's like, honestly, like, go to class for attendance and then walk yeah. out. Huh. And she did it. And we, like, it was gross. It uh, just it, instinctively, the way we all went for our phones, took pictures. Sean was the only human there. It was like, Tate McRae just walked in. I'm going to go get the camera in case, like, she has any sort of availability. We're just like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> and then Sean came back with the camera and he was like, she gone. So she gone. <laughs> All right. What a show. What a show. Thank you to Megan Kelly. Thank you to everybody who uh, was keeping the chat active. We'll be back with Pete tomorrow. He'll be live from Chicago and we will have Vegas golden Knights, Stanley cup winning goaltender and coffee obsessed human being. Love it. Where do you hear him go about coffee? <laughs> Sean was, we were all like, Sean was like signaling to us during the interview. Like, so you're going to stop talking yeah, about coffee? Constant. Wait till you see how much this one talks about coffee. Aiden Hill. It's all he thinks about. He explains it to us tomorrow on What Chaos. Love ya. Talk to you soon. Bye.